day. Ah, uh, good day, sir. It's been I, uh, quite I some said good time. day. I, I said good day. <laughs> it's been quite some time, huh? Oh my gosh. Yep, sure what, has. What are we going on, like months here? Years? Seems like it, yeah. Decades. Last time we did one, I think you were 20s. You were in your 20s. Yeah, now I'm 30. I'm <laughs> so, wow, that's a long oh time. Oh my gosh. It's the puppy? You got a new puppy. I did. Well, and I have a broken puppy, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. The poor broken puppy. And she just climbed over the couch. That's she never gets on the furniture. Impressive. But on three legs, and now great. she's right by my side. And puppy went oh. into the puppy jail. Puppy. So they traded places. Anyway, so sorry. Sweet. Yes, I am Trey. And I'm Jay. And this is, and this is the Trey, the and, Trey Jay and Jay Show. Show. Yeah, I bet you guys didn't know that um, when you <laughs> clicked on our podcast. <laughs> so here we are. We're uh, in the middle of November, and a lot has gone by. What what did we post some time during the summer? Yeah, I think August was our last one. Yeah, well, um, I'm finishing up my classes, so I've got a lot more free time. I work from home now most days a week, so again, I've got some more free time, and I finally hit up Trey, and I was like, all right, let's make this thing happen. Let's do, let's it. do it. There's been a lot to unpack since we last spoke in August. I now have a whiny dog up here with me, uh, <laughs> so that'll be interesting throughout the session, but... We need, to, we need to uncover a lot of things in Seattle sports because we just had the greatest Seattle sports history weekend of all time. So uh, let's unpack. Well, starting with the Mariners. Uh, once again, they did not make the playoffs. Ah, okay. Um, it was I think really not close. And um, in addition to that, uh, the Mariners are now the only team to have never made it to the World Series. So thanks for that, Nationals. But also thank you for winning and beating Houston. Yeah. We're the best. We're the best <laughs> at not making it to the World yeah. Series. <laughs> or the playoffs, for that matter. Um, so, you know, well, you know, we'll see what it's like in, in, in the springtime when it comes due. But for now, uh, that's all we have on the Mariners. Uh, that's, our, that's our latest update. Next up, we have uh, some, some other team called the Sounders, I believe. Yeah, they play Solke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been covering them for a little bit, a little bit now, and uh, it seems that the last time we spoke, they were still in the middle of their season, and it looked grim. It really did. We had yeah. lost Chad Marshall. Our defense didn't look good. It's just yeah, de definitely. It, it, there was question if we were going to make the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, it was a pretty scary time for us here in Seattle. So I don't know how they pulled it off at times. I I was I was scared when we had to show up and play LAFC, you know, uh, the whole in, so I went to the um, first playoff game there when they played Dallas and that was kind of a scary situation cuz they went up and then suddenly it's tied 3-3 and you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is this is this is too much. They're going to go down and who knows if we're gonna we're, we're gonna make it past this first leg? But uh, they freaking rallied, man. They rallied against that that team and Rui Diaz, who who I said was gonna take us to the promised land. If you listen to our previous 
previous podcasts, you will know that I was riding the Rui Diaz train the whole time. Okay. The Jordan Morris hat trick helped too. The Jordan Morris hat trick for sure helped, and and that was another point that I made. You know, if if the both of them stay. Um, healthy and can learn to play off each other. I think they're going to be pretty dynamic up up top and, and be the two guys we look at. Um, and sure enough, Matt, they carried us through the playoffs, both those guys. Um, Rui Diaz got, got a goal in, in every single game in the playoffs. Jeez, uh, you know, even against Real Salt Lake, winning 2-0. Uh, LAFC winning pretty, I mean, not, 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 I wouldn't say handsomely, but that's what you know. The puppy just knocked a bone off her bed and now she's barking at it for falling off the bed. Like it was the bone's fault. I love it. I love puppies. (laughs) So, so cute. Um, We we should post pictures of your puppy because it's so cute. We should, Um, we will on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And the, the huge win against LAFC. I'll tell you, man. I, I doubted them 100 percent of the way. I was on. I was on board on that LAFC train where I was like, they're just gonna win the whole thing. Now that's it. They were uh, so good. They were. They, you know, they had a season to remember. The best season in MLS history, um, where they just played good, good soccer the whole entire time. You know, they won the they they won the supporter shield and. Got the bye week, number one team, and Carlos Vela, man, just on fire the whole season. I mean, I, I don't think that guy that guy had a bad game. You know, no, so definitely not. Was, I think I set a record for points scored in the MLS. Yeah. Um, he, he had 34 just, goals. That's not bad. I yeah. Guess. He, he just went off this season. So for them to not be able to close out uh, the season, uh, I love because RCL Sounders were the one that shut them down. And then Seattle just going into the MLS cup and taking it to them. I mean, holy smokes, man. It was the first half was pretty rough. Uh, I'll give, I'll give Toronto that they gave us a hard time, but during that second half, we just showed up and dominated. I mean, there wasn't any question. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Brian Schmetzer, coach of the freaking MLS. Look look what he's done in the last four years that he's been our coach, okay? He's taken us to three playoffs now, or three MLS Cups, and... And now we're we have two of them, two wins. You know right. that's that's not a bad uh, record to hold when you've been to to three MLS Cups. So that was pretty awesome. And in our own freaking backyard, I'll tell you what, man, I was so jacked up at that game and so oh, excited I that I I gotta go. Um, I even caught uh, V8's uh, Victor Rodriguez's goal there, and that was uh, pretty pretty sweet <laughs> to catch on video. I couldn't believe that I caught that on video. I just happened to be recording at that one point in time. Um, all the goals were on my end because I was down at the supporters section, so that was pretty right. great. Yeah, they were all second half goals. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. My buddy uh, Stephen Rowe was able to, to hook me up with some tickets there, and uh, just had a blast going out not there. Not to be confused with Steve Rowe. Yeah, not to be confused with Steve Rowe. Pretty funny. They know each other, but uh, uh, yeah, super thankful that I was able to get, to go to that game because it was just a riot, man. It, 
how cool to win 3-1, which is the score I guessed. I knew that we were going to win 3-1. And I'll say I knew we were going to win 3-1, especially since um, Josie Altidore wasn't going to be playing because he's our number one goal scorer on that team. Um, yeah. When he's healthy, he's just a force to be reckoned with. And what happened? He came. He actually came in. It, they said it was going to take a miracle for him to play, but then he came in. He scored that goal towards the end. That's so a that good was goal. pretty. Yeah, that was a great goal. So um, I think it could have been a little bit. Could have looked a little bit different, but you know, the Leardom goal. Who could have predicted Leardom scoring a, the first goal of the MLS Cup for us? Um, you know that that guy has had some pretty pretty good goals himself over the last couple months for us, and he's just been an incredible defender, so solid back there. Um, really loving it. I I just I couldn't believe it, man. There's so much to unpack for us. We could just be talking about this whole entire playoff stint for the entire podcast. You know, we just looked so freaking good during the playoffs, honestly. Our form was just on point almost every game. Yeah, I mean, we played well in the second half of the year and really carried that through the playoffs, which is awesome, yeah. which we've done in the past. But, you know, I mean, you never know if that's ever going to, like, fizzle out because soccer is <laughs> a game of momentum. Yeah. And uh, in the sure past, is. we've had solid defense. This time it was our offense. Yeah, and and um, our defense is 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 really coming together though. You know, Brad Smith, Leardum, Kihi, and then us trying to figure out that other center back. Whether you know it, it, if if Torres can truly keep up what he's been doing. Because honestly, since he gave back from his PEDs uh, suspension, he's been phenomenal. I I I can't complain about him. Before it, I was like, oh my gosh, there's you know he wasn't even playing another. much before. Yeah, he wasn't playing much. But when he you know before he had been benched, I was like, what is going on? On. We cannot play this guy. He's just giving up way too much stuff in the middle um, and not marking up. But, man, lo and behold, there it was. Um, you know, Brian Schmetzer did a great job of coaching. I don't know if it was stuff that he said or what went on in um, Torres' head. He picked it up, man, and he's been great. So solid solid line in the, in our defense right now that uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy about um, even with Ariaga uh, can, can be a stable back there too so um, thanks Sarouche for keeping Kim Kihi here and appreciate that <laughs> there's, there's there's now word that uh, the the goose is going to stay with us as Svensson's going to be signed on through 2020 so I'll like uh, be that. really happy yeah really happy to hear that if we can keep pretty much the entire squad together uh, I'm thinking we're making another run for 2020 at, at that cup uh, love the new playoff format too that they're only playing one game one and done because the whole you know two leg stint was just a lot of soccer and then you're really not getting the best of the best when they're out there for the final game right you know, i agree so. i like i like the one and done I would love if we could keep Brad Smith. I know that's going to be a, a chore. Yeah, I would love if we could keep Brad Smith too. Because um, he, oh, well, I think I know. I know we, we, yeah, we, we, they agreed to to keep him with us here through the end of the year. But we'll see. I guess we'll see what they decide to do next year because he might get called back up to, um, you know, his his other team that he's being loaned from. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. But I mean, there we still have young guys that could get a chance too, but I just like what Brad Smith has done. I agree. I'm, I'm really enjoying the whole uh, entourage that we have. Really excited. We're going to get it, get it back um, here and going. So that's our, that's our Sounders update. That's our, oh my gosh. Like uh, I was at the game and 
oh man that was like one of the best days of my life being there for the whole thing i went to the march i did i did it all we'll have to post some videos on our um uh, on our facebook page that we that we took and oh my gosh yeah it's really too bad you couldn't be there trey um, yeah it, it really I was know. something special um Darn and, ticket season holders taking was, all the tickets. Oh my gosh, taking fifty thousand of the tickets right off the bat. You know, we had like almost seventy thousand people show up to the game. That was incredible. It really, really was. So, they set an attendance record hmm. for yeah, yeah, event. for Seattle for Seattle sports um, history, even. So that that was that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, so awesome. I think that'll earn us a spot for the twenty twenty six World Cups whenever that gets. Um, <laughs> You know, whenever they didn't make the decision on that, I think I think Seattle should be able to host. I agree. It shows that they have soccer fans here, plenty of them. Uh, plenty of them, especially if it's on a national level. You right. know, how many how many more people are gonna try to show up to that game? So that that'll be pretty, 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 pretty cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. You have anything else on the Sounders there, Trey? Uh, I I think that's about it. Yeah. We covered just about all we can. I mean, Nico played really good at the end of the year. I love oh, watching yes. that. Yeah, we that's didn't, true. He's, we kind of just take him for granted, but yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah, he really is. Um, that's such a great signing. He's really come around here, just like Christian Roldan, man, really come around. And hopefully Rui Diaz will will stay um, injury-free for the next year. Yeah. And same with Morris, because that's going to be great to have both of them up there. And Victor. And Victor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Victor can, can keep in form and and play hard. Um <laughs> Totally, but we'll we'll, we'll kind of see what, what what unfolds this next year and um, how they how they plan on keeping this team together. Yeah, but hey, MLS champs, MLS champs, guys, Two there you have it for Sounders who don't get enough freaking love in this city. I'll tell you what, man, they've now won us two championships and don't get enough love. Oh yeah, They're, they have the same amount of championships that the they have more than the Seahawks have. They have the same same amount that the Sonics and the uh, Seahawks have combined, yeah. but they don't get talked about. Right. And uh, it's about time, Seattle. You better recognize your Seattle Sounders because, oh, my gosh, they are a good team. Playoffs every year, all right? Every year. The last 10 years we've been in the playoffs. You, you know, you don't have any reason to not talk about them. They're a good team. The Sounders have been it. in the playoffs more than the Mariners have been in the playoffs. Oh, in their history. Man. and. Mariners have been around for 30 more years than that's the a Sounders. tough truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we love it. Let's keep it up. Can't wait till next year. And uh, onto our onto our Hawks, man. What do you got for our Hawks? I think we have a lot. Oh man, I, I think that the game against the Niners took 15 years off of my life. Oh my gosh! Right? That was unbelievable. That's one of the best regular season games I've seen in a long time. Oh, what a roller coaster of a ride. 100%. I think I went I, through every single emotion. Oh, yeah. The beginning sucked. I was probably using words I shouldn't have. And then I was happy. And I felt like, okay, we have the game in hand when we were up by 11. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I was reminded that I don't care for Jermaine Effetti. Oh, my god. Even gosh. though, I mean, it wasn't – it was a fumble, but – he should have just gone down instead of trying to run with the ball. 
Oh my gosh, I know, I know. I don't, I don't blame him for for taking that ball, but even Pete Carroll was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to talk to Fetty about that." I don't know what he was thinking. He was thinking he was gonna go to score a touchdown. He yeah. had just gone down. Yeah. Which is what most linemen do. I don't know why he's like the only lineman in the NFL who thought, I'm going (laughs) to... I can do this. I can do this. I can't can't tell you last time I saw a lineman run with it when when it's been fumbled like that, you know? Um, it was yeah unbelievable but we're we're happy that we got the win you know can't really complain too much about that uh it was it was also a little tough the refing was actually pretty bad it was not great and i'll say i probably would complain a little bit more had we not won that game because you kind of just let it slip under the rug um right i i mean i thought it was terrible officiating i don't like to blame the officials however there were four or five calls in that game that just made no sense to me. Yeah. Oh my I, don't, gosh. I don't understand how we get called for targeting or roughing the pass or leading with a helmet. But then when our quarterback's sliding and three guys are diving at him with their helmets right at him, that's not a penalty. It just didn't make any sense to me. It was very inconsistent. Well, yeah. it was consistent for the Niners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it, and, and, you know, the, especially that she, uh, she killed Griff, Griffith one. Um, I, I just I can't believe that that interception he had there to start it off was was called back on a phantom holding call. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. No, they were I'm, hand fighting, and that was it. It wasn't yeah. anything. I don't it know. I just didn't agree. So with it. dumb. I, I I didn't I didn't agree with a, with a lot of what was called, especially like it basically just came down to, um, especially some of the 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 calls that kept the drive alive for the 49ers was like, you know, lowering of the helmet or whatever. But you know, when a guy curls up into a fetal position and then aims his helmet at you, what is a defender supposed to do when they're already going in for the tackle? Tell right. Me. Exactly. He, his body was already committed. There, you can't change your trajectory once you've already do- dove. It was complete BS. And then the fact that there's helmet to helmet on Russ when he's in a slide already. There's right. a couple times he slid. One where they made helmet contact, didn't get called. A second one, a, it was so late when he had already been starting his slide. And then after he had stopped, somebody hits him. Yep. I don't get it. I, oh, you know. And don't I get me it. wrong. We all we also had other times in that game where we should have. Clinch, like closed it out. We had dropped yeah. two interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't get off the field and third down a few times, but mm-hmm. but they figured it out towards the end of that game where, uh, yeah, they figured it out at the end with with Bobby and and KJ. They they're saying that they started picking up on his audibles and his reads and his progressions and, and figuring out that out. That's why they were almost able to intercept those balls because they just really picked up on everything Jimmy was doing. And you know. I He's, you know, Jimmy's young. I get it. This is really is only his first full year. Well, so far, what it looks to be like his first full year being a starter. Um, so, you know, you could give him some time. Maybe there's some potential there. But as it stands right now, he's 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 pretty trash in my opinion. Um, he's not. He doesn't look ready to win the big game. Yeah, he he's not your clutch quarterback that's going to get you through it. The 49ers are lucky they have such a good running game right now and a great defense because that's right. really carrying them. Um, you know, you look at you look at Jimmy Garoppolo's stats and his numbers. They're not great. Um, he's not making a lot of great throws that are that are pulling the clutch, just like you know, like Russell Wilson is doing, right? Um, which speaking of Russell Wilson, MVP year. Are if he is not the MVP, 
that East Coast bias will show more than anything else. Absolutely. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, Lamar Jackson's having a good year, but Russell still has like 300 more yards, total yards than he does. Yeah. And less interceptions. <laughs> yeah. I agree. That would just be complete BS. We'll kind of see because oh, Russ, Russ really does look good, too. Oh, yeah. I think I think he shut up everybody that was like, oh, we overpaid for Russ. I even, you know, I had a couple of buddies that were like, we way overpaid for us. I was like, listen, you tell me a quarterback that's going to be able to do what Russell can do for us. Okay. 100%. What, what, uh, what quarterback are they going to go out and go get that's going to keep us alive in every game like Russ can do? Yeah, he is a team top would be five quarterback. Yeah, he's a top five quarterback in this league. Easily. Look at his numbers. Look at his stats. Year over year, he is clutch, okay? He, he, might have, he might have some bad games or make some errant throws here and there, but he is consistently good. The fact that he's never had a losing season? Are you kidding me? Only missed the playoffs, what, twice since he's been in the quarter? And never had a losing season. That is phenomenal. He's the only quarterback to do so. Right, and that's my argument with some people. They're like, oh, well, we need to rebuild like the Niners did. Look at their defense. They have five first-round picks on their defensive line that were in the top ten of their drafts. We don't get top ten picks because we're in the playoffs every year. Or yeah. just missing it. So it's the low teens or in the 20s that we're picking rather than in the top 10. Obviously, they're going to have more talent there. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> my gosh. I I just I just don't understand the Russ haters out there. And even the people that are like, oh, Lamar Jackson for MVP. I'm just like, yeah, sh- shut up. I, I might have some bias to, towards Seattle, but it, I'm, not, I'm not saying it every year. This is the first year that I'm saying 100%. Russell Wilson in the talks. He's Absolutely. number one for MVP candidate. And if he I, keeps it up for the rest of the year, there's no question. No question. Yeah, I don't know how uh, Russell gets a ding because he pick against the best team in the league, yet Lamar Jackson's being praised for beating the winless Bengals. Yeah, okay, he <laughs> yeah. put up huge numbers against the Bengals, who have yeah. gotten worse and worse. They've lost their starting quarterback. Their best wide receiver's been out all year. Yeah, yeah, not not a, not a great team to have to go up against. And now we're gonna have one of the toughest schedules in the NFL for our last uh, last stretch here. So you know, you tell me <laughs> if if Russ keeps it up, there's no way, there's no way you put any anyone above Russ. Right. Um, the Niners have a tough schedule too, though. So should be an inter- we come could come down to that last game of the season. Definitely, which is pretty exciting to think that we're, we could potentially have another game like that. Right. You know, even though it was really tough to watch and uh, emotionally draining, what a hell of a game. Oh, yeah. that Well, that's what makes sports so great is you get so invested like that. Yeah. You live and die with a team. I know that obviously we are not playing, but you're so invested because you know you get to know all these players and you watch them through the bad games and the good mm-hmm. games and – go through the draft process so it's not like you're, i'm just wa- a fairweather fan watching we we watch from from when they join the team to when they get traded or retire or whatever so mm. it's a lot to it yeah yeah um you know i'm, I'm really loving it 
Clowney getting defensive player of the of the week. 100% earned it. What a monster out there. He was a force to be reckoned with. He's creating he was creating so many opportunities for other guys to get on. And and they they did you know Al Woods some no name who, like who the heck is Al Woods where do we get him from the Patriots I don't like practice squad where do we where do we pick him up from because he had a freaking heck of a night he did yeah I mean they brought him in to be a run stopper yeah and he, hey, he got the sack he he's played for a few other teams yeah uh, he's played for the Saints for the Steelers the Colts but yeah he's been kind of a journeyman player. And man, I'll tell you what, our our, uh, our front line there in the second half of that game, stellar. There there's there's probably only one instance I can really remember where um, there should have been a coverage sack because uh, our secondary what they stayed with each each man for like seven seconds it felt right. like, and we still couldn't get to Jimmy. That was unbelievable. That's that that should have been a uh, that should have been a sack. Um, but you know the fact the fact that we were able to to hold out against the 49ers and do so well you know Russ had that one interception you know it was a little bit underthrown but it it still wasn't a terrible throw it, it was actually a pretty good defensive play too yeah that linebacker you know? made a perfect drop he timed his jump perfectly and made a yeah. good catch yeah i mean yeah. our our linebackers had easier interceptions in that and they dropped him so yep. he still yeah. had to make the play yeah, so it was a great play. It was a great job by the 49ers. Both teams played played tough as nails, and uh, we're very fortunate that the Hawks were able to prevail because we have a Russell Wilson. That's what I'm going to say. Um, I agree. Uh, we also have a uh, we have a we have a pretty makeshift defense right now. A lot of guys just being thrown in, and it's that next up mentality. And I th- I just think towards the end of the season, if they really can come together and be cohesive you're gonna see one of the better defenses in the nfl because yeah, all these guys uh, can ball yeah Diggs is a huge addition a huge he played up, yeah. a great game at the interception too and he brought that he he made some hits mcdougall laid some hits it was it was nice to see us actually finishing on some tackles because that's been one of our shortcomings this year is not yeah. tackling yeah yeah flowers look great um you know, of course, Griffiths looked great. Um, I, I, man, I'm, I'm getting really excited, really amped up about our team here. Um, they're seven, and, seven and two, eight, eight and two, eight and two now. Gosh, I, what, what do you have to say? I mean, how, how can you be? How, how did you expect this this year to turn out? I, I didn't think we were going to be sitting here, eight and two going into the bye week. We had some pretty tough teams to go against. You know? Right. And Only actually, we, lost, we could be nine and one. We lost to Teddy Bridgewater. Home. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty rough. Uh, the Ravens are a good team. We we see that. We recognize that. Um, you know, that pickup with Earl Thomas for them is pretty, pretty, pretty crucial. Man, yeah, we also job. beat ourselves in that game too. We did throw a pick six, and then we DK did. Metcalf fumbled, and they returned it. Yeah, D- yeah. two defensive DK. touchdowns. Uh, yep. Yeah, it, we're we're stepping on our own toes, and that that's what it seems to be. Any any time we're losing these games, it's it's not just because we're we're looking like straight dookie. Um, it, just it's showing just our some, youth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Definitely a lot, a lot to look forward to in the coming years, even with the Hawks, uh, just because we're so we're so young. But you, you know, the right now, the way that the guys are playing t- together, one, if Jadavian Clowney keeps playing the way he's able to, oh, buddy, you better believe he's going to get signed with the Hawks. Yeah, believe it, and that, that'll hope that'll open up the other side too, because they're going to have to double team him. And not with yeah. a tight end. They're gonna have to bring an extra lineman over there. Right, right. He's he's freaking havoc, man. It was it was pretty fun to watch him play. He's he was making some good moves on the on the um, offensive line there, and really juking him. So <laughs> you you could see uh, so much potential um, while he's here. Uh, what a what a pickup, man. And and to not give up anything for him. Oh yeah, my gosh. Ridiculous. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a GM that we have getting the guys that we're getting right now. It's it's he's 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 made some great moves this year alone that have just been phenomenal. So, you we're really looking forward to a solid second half. You know, we're going to go to Philly the next week. We're on a bye this one. So, next week it's it's down in Philly and I expect to see some great things against that team because um, well, they haven't been exactly wonderful, and it's typically a pretty good game when we play Philadelphia. Sorry, Bay. Yeah, sorry, Bay. But go Hawks, you know. Yeah. We, we at least have a, a huge chance to get first in our division. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah. I mean, and then we and, have... And maybe a first well, first or second, you know, seeding first or second, I should say. Right. Um, and that was supposed to be a primetime game, but they got flexed out of it. Yeah. And then after that, we have two primetime games back-to-back, so... Yeah, it would have been nice to have four, you know, primetime games in a row, but I'll take, you know, whatever. Whatever, it's Philadelphia's fault. It's not our own. We did what we, we could to keep our primetime game. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, really the only... Weak, the weak link on for Seattle is a Fetty, so... Yeah. I, I was really happy that Myers got to redeem himself because he had Me a rough too. week before that. Me too. And it, it was great to see because at first I was like, oh, man, they're not going to send Myers out, um, you know, where we, where we took that lead there at the end. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that's that's really saying a lot if you don't believe <laughs> believe in your kicker, right? Um, and, and I'm glad that it was just they were just trying to pull him off sides because for for Myers to go out and be able to bang that away that was so important for his confidence because then then you could see him finish there in overtime and he was amped yep. they, and he got lifted above the team uh, like you could uh, tell like that could be huge going down the stretch 100% his confidence is roaring and that's what we, we want to see from our kicker we want to see that Pro Bowl Myers that we saw last year so, absolutely that's why we signed him yeah hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll keep at that and Seahawks will keep on trucking because Man, oh man, Trey, this is oh, this is shaping up to be a lovely season in the NFL. You know, yeah. there's been so many close games, right? You think, oh my gosh, we're gonna lose to the Tampa Bay Bucks, we're gonna lose to the Cleveland Browns, we're gonna, <laughs> like you just there's there's yeah. a slew of games just that we're gonna lose to the Rams. Rams have been a mess this year. Todd Gurley yeah. is kind of nowhere to be found. Well, and they're going to be hurting in the next year or two. They've traded all the first-round picks. Yeah. I don't think they have a first-round pick until like 2022 or something. Yeah, so that's, you know, they're they're slipping this year. And 
Um, I'm not too upset about it because, you know, hopefully that means it's, it's just another win when we play them. <laughs> yeah, no but kidding. But we're 6-0. Six, we're 6-0 six oh. oh on the road. That's absurd. That's insane. Our only two losses have been at home. That's also insane. Um, but there shouldn't really be any more losses at home because Russ typically doesn't lose at home like that. Yeah, our, and our hardest game at home, well, I mean, we have the Niners. Yeah, and, and Minnesota. That's a tough game, but yeah, Minnesota will be a tough game. So, but thankfully it's another primetime game. game. Yeah, thankfully it's another primetime game. So we'll be able to, um, I think, put it to, put it to rest, put put the Vikings to sleep that game. I'm a, I'm a big believer in our boys. Um, we're just what we we've seen from the whole year. So we're so excited, guys. You know, sports is back. Seattle is back in the talks amongst all the leagues. You know, we're going to get hockey here soon even. What a, what a time to be alive in Seattle. What <laughs> no a time. Kidding. Right? Seahawks or uh, Huskies bowl eligible. Yeah. Yeah, they've Guys. been disappointing, but at least they're playing in a bowl, I guess. <laughs> and, you know, they're they're young. They're young. Our Huskies are young. They got they got time. I think next next year you'll see a a better better husky team but yeah um right. you know <laughs> but you know it, it was it was kind of a good thing that we lost to utah and and to oregon only for the fact that people need to start recognizing the pac-12 yeah it, well i never want to lose to oregon i, but. I never want to lose <laughs> But if anything good came of it, it's that people need to start recognizing the Pac-12 is a is a strong division, and um, and that we can football. That's true. Yeah, I just don't like it coming at the expense of the Huskies. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You're a true fan for that. But that's right. That's uh, that's all we got for you guys here today. You know, now that I'm done here, now that um, with with uh, all my previous engagements uh you should be i know we keep saying that you should be hearing from trey and jay more but (laughs) i promise you it it will be happening okay so fret not yeah all six of you out there yeah all 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 you handful listeners are gonna love it we're back we're back all right well this guy on the other mic has been trey and I have and been. Who you have been? Jay. Jay. Yeah. So, you have now been listening to the Trey, the Trey and Jay, Jay show. show. <laughs> harder to do on Skype. Harder, way harder. That's what she said. Nice. That's. Get down. Probably say that.